0: Designed by Wingnut Social is brought to you by Wingnut Social, the leading interior design and home pro digital marketing agency. We know it works, so you don't have to. Learn more at wingnutsocial.com. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your design business? Then welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social, helping home professionals accelerate their success with proven industry practices and expert advice.
1: Hey, kids, and welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social. I'm your host, Darla Jethro-Powell, and today I'm joined by Jasmine Crockett of Joy Meets home. And Jasmine is a superstar in the interior design space and the lifestyle space. And I'm really, really excited for you to hear my conversation with Jasmine today. And if you're not a fan, if you don't know of her, which is doubtful, if you're listening to the show, you're in the interior design in some way, you're going to want to head on over to Jasmine Crockett on Instagram and follow her because she's so sweet and she's amazing and she's inspirational for real. Uh, What she's managed to accomplish in what, 10 short years is truly phenomenal. So stay tuned for that. But before I get into my conversation with Jasmine, I want to tell you guys that Instagram for Interior Designers, our online course to help you attract your ideal client from Instagram and make money, honey, is actually on sale for Halloween. That's right. We are having a special Halloween sale on that course. So if you've been sitting around saying, hmm, should I, should I do it? Hmm. If you're one of those people that has been sitting there waiting for the right moment, well, I'm going to scare you. Get it? See what I did there? Into this is the right moment. If you just use code Halloweeny, <laughs> Halloweeny on that shopping cart there at wingnutsocial.com. That's H-A-L-L-O-W-E-E-N-I-E. You'll get 25% off of that course. And how do you do that? You go to wingnutsocial.com, check out Wingnut Academy and pick Instagram for interior designers. When you get to the checkout there, enter code Halloweeny and laugh and giggle like a 13 year old boy like I do. All right, guys, that is it for shameless plugs for our course. Oh, you should check out the reviews for that too because people are making money from that course already. Before I get into my conversation with Jasmine Crockett, You know the drill. Jasmine Crockett is an Atlanta-based interior designer, content creator, and founder of Joy Meets Home. After years of running a successful lifestyle blog and building a large, large social media following, she pivoted to interior design content, which eventually led to her taking on her own clients. She launched Joy Meets Home to serve as a go-to interior design resource, offering an effortless way to shop and design your space, from inspiration to consultation to full-scale projects. Wingnuts, help me in welcoming Jasmine Crockett to the show. Hey there, Jasmine Crockett. Welcome to the show. How the hell are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing super, super swell. I'm so happy to have you on the show. Let me tell you something. You are a heavy hitter when it comes to your social media, and I'm really (laughs) excited to dig in and see how the hell you did it. Are you ready for that? I'm
2: so excited to talk about everything today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I am so excited to talk about it with you. So before we get in, I did tell the audience a little bit about you, but um, just tell us. uh, I know that you started out with your your main account, which Mm. is Jasmine Crockett which is eponymous, right? That's your name, of course, Jasmine Crockett. <laughs> and you have listen to this guys. You have 214,000 followers on just Instagram alone, on just that account. Mm-hmm. And I know how you started because I researched you because that's my job, but tell the audience a little bit about how how Jasmine Crockett account started and then we'll dig into your success here on social media.
2: Yeah, so I started my account back in about 2013. That's when I started blogging, and I was actually a fashion blog at first, and it was called Hills and Mimosas. I have no idea why. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, cute though. Yeah, yeah, it was so <laughs> cute, and and uh, honestly, I had never even had a mimosa, so why I wanted to call it Hills and Mimosas. <laughs> That's that's just where I landed and um, started blogging. I was living in Texas at the time and usually just I was just using a platform to share back with my family. I'm from Alabama. So it was really just a journal for them to see kind of like how I was doing in Texas. And I share like outfits and things. And at that time, People Style Watch was a really major magazine. And they picked up on an outfit that I was wearing, shared it wow. in their print publication. Yeah. And they shared my Instagram handle. So that kind of just skyrocketed. From there on how my following started to grow and people just all over started to follow me. And I think at that very moment, I realized that, hey, this is like something that I can do and I love doing it. I started to transition into like a more of a lifestyle um, brand. I got married. We had a baby. We moved to Georgia, which is where I am now, to get closer to family and started to share more about like home and um, being a first time mom and just the lifestyle in general and just continuously growing up. Following from that, people just really loving the organic content, um, not feeling that everything had to be so you know, elevated. So just so sure. luxe, just seeing an everyday person doing things that they love to do. So that's just how I got to point to where I am today. <laughs> All right. And if you're watching our
1: YouTube channel designed by Wingnut Social, you'll see that Jasmine has quite the collection of shoes behind her right now. <laughs> so I'm not surprised that you started off doing a fashion channel mm-hmm. for that. Okay. So when they shared your your outfit immediately on that, was that just something that happened organically? Did you tag them in a post or was that intentional to try to no, get that reach? Okay. It was
2: organic. Um, I honestly had no idea about like, I don't even think you could tag brands at that point on Instagram in 2013. I feel like, I don't remember. I don't think you could tag people. I don't either. Yeah, but it was just organic. And I honestly still to this day have no idea how they found me, but I'm thankful. Um, (laughs) But it was a really exciting opportunity because it was a photo that my husband and I, we had this little camera. We had no idea how to use it. We snapped this photo in front of like our apartment. And I actually did not like the photo, how it came out. I was like, this doesn't really look that well. And then they reached out to feature it in the Magazine and I'm like, well, I guess it was a nice photo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're our own worst critics, aren't we? We, we are. But,
2: okay, so that's the Jasmine Crockett
1: account, right? Two hundred fourteen thousand followers. And you know, mm-hmm. when I hear your story, I think of accounts like Amber Lewis, Shay McGee, who started mm-hmm. out with a personal account, made it a lifestyle account, mm-hmm. started revolving around like you, similar. They married, children, home, family, lifestyle, design. So let's talk a little bit about the. Transition from the the doing the uh, fashion mm-hmm. side of that and transitioning over to the design piece. How did
2: mm-hmm. that happen? Because that's, I mean, they're they're kind of related fields, but mm-hmm. it is totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. So that really, again, just organically happened, um, and it was something that was already sharing little bits here and there. Um, when we had our apartment, I was share just small things, like obviously decorating on a budget, um, doing just rental friendly kind of ideas and then from there when we moved to atlanta we got our first home and that's kind of when i really kicked it into i guess you can say high gear i started sharing like my son's room we did a huge makeover and with that makeover i was able to partner with party our kids so that was pretty awesome oh. um yeah so i'm um, just sharing just organic things like decorated my kitchen for fall to different seasons i decorated like my primary bedroom and that kind of kind of content at the time just really took off. People, you know, I think now it's super heavy on social media. People are doing like DIYs and home decor now. But I think around that time, this is before COVID. So home was still a pretty new platform, you know, like category to kind of dive in. And it really just organically took off from there, just sharing my own home and my own projects that I was working on.
1: Do you know that hashtag interior design is the number one used hashtag on Instagram?
2: I can't believe it. Just, just <laughs> <sin> aside. <laughs> I <can> believe
1: it. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So, did you and you discovered that you had a natural talent for decor design and decorating, and were were you finding that this kind of organically grew into larger projects? People reaching out to you mm-hmm. to help them with theirs. Walk us through that.
2: Yeah. So. Just backtracking, my dad is a general contractor. He does custom home builds in Alabama. So Mm -hmm. that's just one thing that I kind of like grew up around. So when it came to certain projects or different things I was working on, I always kind of like bring him in on, you know, hey, I'm working on this. Can you help me with that? Um, So I think from there, being able to work with him on a few projects and just share like small behind the scenes clips on when I was in Alabama, helping him here and there on very small things, sharing it on my stories, Um, people, you know, took interest, but at that point It wasn't like, oh, she's doing projects. She's just Mm -hmm. like visiting home. She's helping her dad. And then she shares her home as well. But it wasn't until I think basically right when COVID happened. um, Obviously, we're all at home. And that's when people really start to think about you know, you're looking around and you're like, what is, what's happening? Like, what is this? <laughs> and um, I was still sharing my home content and I had a friend, she reached out and she, they had just bought this home and they wanted to do a full renovation on the entire home, top to bottom. Oh, wow. And I'm like, you're reaching out like to me? I've never done that before. <laughs> and... And that from that point on, I was just like, you know what? I can do this. Like I grew up around it. I know the ins and outs. Like I know the ins and outs of construction, like all of the things that I need to know about design. And I just, you know, stopped psyching myself out. Like I always feel like you overthink things. So I was like, why yeah. not? This is the really the perfect project to have because it's a friend. Um, just like with family projects, I tell people all the time, if you're trying to start, Find a family or a friend that you can work with to build that portfolio. So I took this friends project and it came out amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's good. They're yeah, still friends, I it, guess.
2: Yeah, it came out amazing. <laughs> it was a really awesome project. And what I did, I started to sh- I documented everything that I could um, via my stories, via photos and, and share that on my social channels. And that was just my really big dive into, hey, guys, I'm now. Accepting clients, I'm doing interior design. If you want to work with me, you know, here's the information. And that kind of just opened a basically a gate of like inquiries because she told people and then it had more people reaching out as well. And it just. Again, it just organically just kind of happened. <laughs> <laughs> it, that is so great. I
1: love to hear that how that happens because there's still uh, in the in the world in existence interior designers or interior decorators who mm-hmm. don't feel that social media gets them business or is impactful mm-hmm. for business. Mm-hmm. So if you had to give your your social channels a on a scale from one to ten, ten being the best, one being mm-hmm. the worst, as far as building your reach and awareness and getting your branding. Getting clients, where would you put that?
2: Oh, yeah, it's definitely a 10. Okay, I think yeah. it's something that you need every mm-hmm. day, whether you're sharing, you know, small thing, like you need it mm-hmm. for sure to build your brand.
1: Yeah, it's it, you have to have it anymore, even if you just do it yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And okay, so talk to me about the journey. So you have Jasmine Crockett with 214,000 followers, and a lot mm-hmm. of designers, lifestyle brands, influencers will just morph that, that account to include mm-hmm. the design, include that into the in that one acla- account, but you decided to diversify, and mm-hmm. you transitioned the home piece, I'm assuming, if I'm wrong, uh, correct mm-hmm. me. Over into an, an, another Instagram account with a, an incredibly healthy following as well. You have twenty nine thousand followers there. Mm-hmm. Joy meets home. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about that thinking.
2: Yeah. So right away when I knew that I was going into this again, it kind of happened fast and organically, but I knew right away that I didn't want it to be my name. Um, Mm -hmm. I did a ton of research around, you know, obviously a lot of designers, that's their thing. Like it's named after them. But I thought about just the longevity and like what I really wanted the brand to be. I didn't want Mm -hmm. it to just be a standard interior design company. Um, You know, my background, I'm a content creator. So I'm always trying to think outside of the box. What can I do differently than what your standard interior designer firm is doing? And I wanted to create a name that was catchy. Um, A name that if you went into Target. Um, and I had a collaboration, you would see it. So um, things like that is kind of where I was thinking when it came to naming the brand. And I wanted it to always be about whether I grow a team or it's just me. You never know, like, how that can kind of take off. And I didn't want it to just be all about me. I wanted it to be about the brand. So I wanted to have a really big separation mm-hmm. of the two. I'm just curious as
1: to your thinking, why did you decide because you changed it from the fashion from the mimosas and heels, right? Mm -hmm. Or heels and mimosas (laughs) to Jasmine Crockett. You Mm -hmm. didn't want you just wanted to leave the Jasmine Crockett and not morph that into Joy Meets Home and start a new account there Mm -hmm. to keep to keep Jasmine Crockett. I'm just curious as to why you did that.
2: Yeah, so. I'm a content creator, and that's my first platform and I go you know by my name for everything, so I wanted to keep the platform that I've built personally for myself because I changed my name years ago, so okay. I didn't want to like confuse people that I'm changing my name now to a brand name, and then also was a test for me like if I'm building a brand, will my following You know, go to this new brand and that's because, you know, sometimes you can easily change your name, but the people who are following you may not be following you for that particular thing. So I wanted to create a different page. And if you're interested in home and you're interested in interior design, this is for you. But if not, you're just here for me and my family, then this is this page.
1: So thank you for thank you for, for um, going under the hot lights there. And the reason I asked you is because when we get clients that come to us at Wingnut Social, this is kind of a personal choice. Um, mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, they're like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm expanding, I'm going into a different thing, mm-hmm. or I'm becoming more of a lifestyle brand or interior design brand, should I get an, uh, another account? Mm-hmm. And the answer is, it depends, right? Mm-hmm. So in your yeah. case, it depends. And you, and you answer that beautifully. So I, I do appreciate that insight there. So tell us a little bit about Joy Meets Home and what that's about. And and what you're doing there that you're not doing necessarily on your Jasmine Crockett page. And a follow. I have a follow-up question for that. Because the mm-hmm. Join Meets Home, I'll ask you after you answer this. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't monologue. But if I can remember. Okay, go.
2: Yeah, so Join Meets Home, it's an interior design lifestyle brand. And again, when I mentioned how I wanted the brand to just be different than your typical interior design firm, mm-hmm. I wanted it to be like... I'm a content creator. So, how can I make this like a one-stop shop for people where they're coming. They may not be interested in interior design, but we also home. We also also offer home goods and then we also have our blog which is called Making Home and you can get, you know, Content about DIY or um, just a variety of things involving home. So I wanted to be just that one stop shop where you're going, and mm-hmm. if you're interested in anything related to home, whether it be design, shopping for home, or needing content inspo, this is the place to go. And that's just kind of how I, you know, took that brand and wanted to build it.
0: Are you an interior designer looking to expand your reach and attract more clients? Well, we've got just the solution for you. Wingnut Social is the leading social media marketing agency designed exclusively for interior designers. Picture this, your stunning designs showcased to a vast online audience, generating buzz and capturing the attention of potential clients. With Wingnut Social, you can transform your social media presence into a powerful marketing tool. Wingnut Social understands the unique challenges faced by interior designers when it comes to social media marketing. That's why they've created a comprehensive strategy tailored specifically to your needs. With Wingnut Social, you'll have access to expertly crafted content strategies, custom-tailored for the interior design industry. Say goodbye to those days of staring blankly at your screen, wondering what to post next. Wingnut Social takes care of that for you, ensuring your posts are engaging, relevant, and captivating. But it doesn't stop there. Wingnut Social also provides in-depth analytics, allowing you to track the performance of your social media campaigns. Discover which posts are resonating with your audience, identify new trends, and make data-driven decisions to maximize your marketing efforts. And the best part? Wingnut Social offers personalized coaching and support. Our team of social media experts will guide you every step of the way, sharing insider tips and tricks to elevate your brand and increase your online visibility. So why wait? Take your interior design business to new heights with Wingnut Social. Visit wingnutsocial.com today to learn more. Wingnut Social, where stunning designs meet social media success. And I don't want to assume, but you naming... It
1: Joy Meets Home is brilliant, should you ever, and I'm not saying you're going to, but if you're a designer out there and you're thinking, do I name it Susan McNuggets Interiors or, <laughs> or something similar? If you ever want to sell the business one mm-hmm. day, it's less connected to you having to be in it. Exactly. Right. So I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but I'm saying that's a pretty smart move for mm-hmm. future proofing Yeah. it there. So again, the, the, like I said, the best answer is... It depends.
2: It, it definitely
1: depends. <laughs> All right. So so Jasmine Crockett, as we're sitting here, you have twenty eight thousand followers on Instagram at Joy Meets Home. What was it? Two hundred and fourteen on your personal. You have a new brand coming out or new that we're gonna talk about as well. It's called uh, Get Simply. That's mm-hmm. a newer account that only has thirty-six followers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you also have like twelve thousand on TikTok. TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Designers hate TikTok. They don't think they need to they be on do. there. It doesn't get them any <laughs> clients. <laughs> is
2: is your TikTok channel getting you business? Yes, I it's consistently getting me business and the thing is it depends it depends <laughs> <laughs> um sometimes the inquiries can be not a good fit but it's still mm-hmm. you know getting your brand out there and sure. i actually just talked about this at high point i was on a panel there and one of the questions people asked should i be on tiktok and i think it also depends on the person and the brand mm-hmm. um if you know that you're you know you wanted to be just very serious, and you're not really wanting to let people in on who you are behind the brand and behind you, you know what you're building. Then TikTok is probably not the place for you. But as we know, TikTok is very relaxed. It's not Instagram where they want to see the pretty photos mm-hmm. and videos. And I think with TikTok, you have to kind of get you know from behind your. Pretty fit pictures and really show people who you are building that brand, whether that be, you know, more into your life or BTS behind the project or anything like that. People want to know what's going on. So I think, depending on, you know, kind of where you want to take your brand, TikTok can really be a very valuable asset to it.
1: Yeah. And, and guys, she is, Jasmine is front and center on her TikTok. So you're not shy to be on camera to do videos. And I think that's really important. because because I used to be. (laughs) Did you really? Yeah. 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 Tell tell me about that a little bit, because I, I'm telling you, the audience is out there going, nope, 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 <laughs> nope. How did you how did you get from being, uh, you know, scared to be on video and to mm-hmm. getting, I mean, obviously comfortable? You're everywhere.
2: I think it for me, it became to the point that it's just me and this camera <laughs> <laughs> and where it goes from there. You know, it's going to get in front of however many sets of eyes. But I always look at the bigger picture. I'm trying to build a brand and I can't do that if I'm hiding. Um, so that was just one of the things I had, you know, self-talk, self-aware, just knowing that you can do this, like, it's just you and the camera, just do it. (laughs)
1: So I was reading an interview that you did for Business of Home recently. and I Mm -hmm. want to read to you something that you said along Mm -hmm. those lines. And you said a lot of designers ask me about getting into brand partnerships. And some designers use social media to post their portfolio, basically. But they're not truly showing who they are. Mm -hmm. Brands want to build a relationship with a person, not a company. So they want to know who is Jasmine. She does have this business. But what else is there to know about her? Mm -hmm. That is so on point, right? It is mm-hmm. so accurate. And again, get a lot of pushback, a lot of resistance from interior designers who who just think or just want to publish their work. The work isn't going to speak for itself. And mm-hmm. that's the end of that. Mm-hmm. So did when you were doing that, you said you used to be a kind of nervous about being on camera, putting mm-hmm. yourself out up front. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between when you were a little shy about doing that to to now not being shy and being everywhere and being mm-hmm. out and sh- being authentic and showing your personality in, in the bottom line in the business piece.
2: I think the biggest thing is I looked at the growth, um, the opportunities that it has brought, you know, since I started doing that when I was a little shy and not really wanting to you know, speak on camera or even remotely get in front of video and show anything mm-hmm. <laughs> Um <laughs> I saw the results from that and it, you know, it wasn't good. It wasn't where I was trying to go. So the biggest piece is just seeing the growth that I've gotten today. Like you mentioned, like TikTok is a very hard platform to grow on. And um, the growth that I'm seeing is consistently every day. So I think that's one big thing is I see the consistency that it's doing. So I just keep going.
1: Are clients or potential customers for your store coming to you from TikTok from sliding into the DMs? Are you leading (laughs) them to the website?
2: How is that working? What does the funnel look like? Yeah. So usually they go straight to the website. I haven't, I'll have a few people who will comment, you know, how can I work with you? And then I just let them know to look at the link in the bio and they go straight to the website.
1: All right. Awesome. Jasmine, Mm -hmm. what are some tips that you have for those interior designers who who are out there listening saying, well, this sounds really all well and good, but you know, that's Jasmine, this isn't going to work for me Mm -hmm. or someone who has no social media
2: skills. What are some Mm
1: -hmm. of the basics that you would tell them that helped you?
2: Yeah, so I think one of the biggest things is creating some kind of content plan, Um, figuring out what categories you kind of want to chat about. And that kind of helps you know your direction of content, because if you just pick up the phone and you're like, okay, I'm going to make a video today. and You're going to sit there for like an hour <laughs> trying to figure out, okay, now what kind of video do I need to make? So I think having that plan first helps you kind of ease the nerves. Okay, I know today we're going on site and I'm going to film and talk about, you know, this kitchen we're renovating. Or I know I want to share, I love fashion and I love, you know, I work outfits. I'll share my outfit of what I'm wearing today to the office. You know, just thinking about, what kind of content you want to share and how you want to be portrayed by your audience. Do you want to really connect to them more? So having that content plan helps you break down exactly. This is what you're going to post. Um, And then also just being calm and just casual is you in the phone. Um, If you have an assistant or a team member who works with you, kind of bring them in, rope them in on helping you build that content because I think... Rope them in. Yeah. (laughs) When you have have that other person who is also, you know, building with you, um, it kind of eases the nerves because they're behind the phone. So I think it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable because if you're not comfortable with just you in the phone, you're like, this is awkward. I'm talking to myself. So having someone else or a partner like, a spouse, your husband or a wife or whoever, if you have someone else comfortable that you're comfortable with on the other side of that phone, I think it also eases the nerves and you feel a little bit, you know, ready to do it. I got a
1: really good piece of advice and I think it was from Luann Nagar's podcast and I can't remember the guest, but it was when you're talking to the camera, pretend mm-hmm. like you're talking to like your best friend or your ideal mm-hmm. avatar who fits that best friend. It's just mm-hmm. you and that one person having a conversation. That helped some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I still get nervous. I still get nervous and wring my hands. It, it's mm-hmm. not something that, you know, you might, you might be out there and you might say, you might get better, you might get more comfortable, but you might never be nerve free, but you still got to do it. You can't yeah. have paralysis by analysis. Exactly. All right. So I do. I want to ask you something else that you mentioned in the business of home about when it comes to getting brand partnerships and mm-hmm. something that you else you said in that article is some designers don't want to share their sources with followers. But when they share some things, they may realize that content could get the brand to notice or reach out to them. And I have mm-hmm. to tell you, um, as a marketing agency, WingNet Social, tagging brands, sharing brands, sharing mm-hmm. sources have gotten our clients' designs to go viral in some cases. It's been Mm -hmm. really important, but there's a lot of pullback. And I remember I did a, a mini news about this, I want to say six months ago or so, and I forgot to say... Mm -hmm. That if you're doing that, make sure that you have the license for the photo, for them to share, et cetera. I Mm had a lot of photographers come (laughs) out with pitchforks and, and, uh, you know, torches. Um, So that's important to remember. But Mm -hmm. what would you say to those designers? Like, I'm never sharing my sources. I'm never Mm -hmm. tagging a vendor. Forget Mm -hmm. it. I'm above that.
2: Um, I think, and this is something else we talked about. I think it depends on what you're trying to build. If you have certain vendors, you're like, these are, you know. I'm mm-hmm. not sharing. These are my, my like, they're mine. <laughs> um, but if you know that your goal is to build a partnership with this specific brand, how will they know that you're always using them? And you're like, we use this brand for everything. They don't know mm-hmm. that unless you tag them. Yeah. Um, and I think people, especially designers, overthink those kind of things because the clients that you have are still going to come to you regardless because they're coming to you because they don't know how or don't want to do the project. So I think when you overthink the thing about, I don't want to tag the brand because I don't want someone to like try to steal or just do it on their own and not reach out to me. Because at the end of the day, especially like even on the content creation side, like you see influencers tagging things all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think in designers should look at it in that way, because the more they tag, that's how they're building the brand partnerships. That's how they're getting the affiliate linking income. And because they're exposing themselves and showing these brands that, hey, I'm using this, I'm using this and brands see that and the work that it takes to source, which designers know it takes a long time to like find things, the people who follow you or the people who want to work with you are not going to put that exact same time to find that brand, to find those specific products. So I think when they stop overthinking it and just, you know, tag and not saying you have to tag every photo with every brand, but a couple right. here and there, or even in your stories, like if you're showing like a video or something like mention the brand there um and you know in stories now you can like hide the mention so if, if you're tagging in, in stories and you really don't want anyone to see just hide <laughs> the mention but the yeah. brand will see it in their account that you tagged them and yeah. they'll see the video so i mm-hmm. think there's definitely a lot of workarounds around it but at the end of the day you just have to have to release that control and you know share
1: <laughs> that's pretty clever jasmine
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and when you're saying hide it, you can shrink down the yeah, tag it to where really it. it's like
2: tiny, and you can like slide it down, and no one it's
1: knows like it quantum mania. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't see it at all, you're right? <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so last but not least, tell me about Get Simply. What is that? Now, this is the this is the new one. Thirty six followers on Instagram, right? So we haven't really we haven't really dug into this one yet. But this is a new a new thing for Jasmine Crockett. So you must be pretty excited. What is it?
2: I'm very excited. It's definitely a new lane. Um, it, you know, I'm entering into this tech startup space, and basically simply it's going to be an on-demand interior design concierge app so this is for a lot of people who you know interior design is a luxury service at the end of the day and yep. everyone cannot afford to you know get their entire home renovated and get the hgtv reno's. so i feel like with simply this gives you the opportunity to chat with an interior designer right from your phone for those small questions that you probably have that you know you don't want to pay a consultation fee for. So what would that be? I'm painting my kitchen. What color can I paint these cabinets? Do you have any recommendations or, Hey, I'm looking for a new rug. Can you send me some, um, some recommendations for that as well? So with simply, you basically will be able to log in. You'll chat with the designer. They can send you those product recommendations. You can check out in the app. And right now it will be, um, Joy Meets Home Products for starting off and obviously building brand partnerships to be able to have certain different brands um, within there as well. So but we'll be able to link to any brands um, for product recommendations on there and then we'll have a separate showroom subscription piece where we'll be able to um, if you sign up for that, you'll be able to shop um, some trade vendors that we work with also.
1: Nice. You're a smart businesswoman. My goodness, look at you. You are really (laughs) (laughs) future-proofing. Jasmine, this has been a really, really interesting conversation. Is there anything that I've forgotten to ask you around this uh, marketing your business on social media that you think the audience needs to hear before we get into the fire round?
2: Um, I think the biggest thing is to not overthink it. I think every day, I I do this as well. We kind of overthink certain things when you just need to just go with it. And um, remember at the end of the day, You know, you're you and no one else can be you. So regardless of whatever you decide to post or don't post or whatever you're trying to build, I feel like everyone should just go for it and you just never know what will happen. Yeah, done is better than perfect. Too people exactly. Just
1: get it done. Yeah, Just don't be do afraid. It. Don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I have friends that have been putting off for years starting something, and if they had started mm-hmm. it two years ago, would it have been crappy in the beginning? Probably. Um, I was crappy in the beginning. Some people might say I'm crappy now, but you have to start somewhere to get to that point. All right, Jasmine Crockett. Now I have to ask you: Are you ready for the What Up Wing round? <laughs> <laughs> what would the hashtag on your tombstone be? Hashtag. Make it happen. And you have. (laughs) That's pretty (laughs) accurate. You're stuck on a deserted island, but you can have your one favorite food. What is it? Lasagna. (laughs) Nice choice. I love it. Protein, carbs. Nice, nice. Last but not least, please recommend a book that has impacted you either personally or professionally.
2: Atomic Habits by James Clear. Oh, that's a good one. I mm-hmm. like that. Where you yeah. start like little tiny habits just to yes. change that. And I feel that, like that's right. Something we've yeah. been talking about, just <laughs> building up to those big things, just doing it.
1: Tough. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Jasmine Crockett, thank you so much for joining us. Please tell the Wingnuts listening where they can go to find out more about you and all of your amazing accounts and brands. And so we can keep an eye on you. I'm, I'm excited to see what Get Simply does. And yeah, I'm where can so we find excited.
2: you? <laughs> um, you can just go to my Instagram at Jasmine S. Crockett and you can go to joymeetshome.com or Jasmine S. Crockett dot com. And that lists everything that I'm currently working on. And if you want to join our wait list for Simply as well, um, you can go to GetSimply.com and that will be launching soon. Right now we're doing a ton of um, beta testing with users. So I'm excited about that.
1: Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us, Jasmine. It's really been a, a pleasure.
2: Yes. Thank you so much for having me.
1: All right, kids. What did you think of my interview with Jasmine Crockett? I mean... I love having guests like Jasmine on the show because it's really straight from the horse's mouth from someone who successfully has implemented some of the things that I've been telling you my team has been telling you guys for almost 5 years now on the show in order to reach success on social media. I've just guest after guest after guest just Saying or revealing the impact that being present, being authentic, being consistent, having a strategic plan on social media, what that has done for their business. And of course, Instagram for our industry is usually the number one, right? But um, here you have Jasmine saying TikTok. She's getting tons of people to her website from TikTok, but it's not easy, right? TikTok is not the low-hanging fruit. TikTok is right now, I would have to say, the hardest channel to create content for by far. But if you do go to those, um, extents, those links to create something on TikTok that is getting traction, that gets visits to your website, you can repurpose that video creation to reels or vice versa, YouTube shorts or vice versa. So you're, you can get some mileage out of it. So there's, there's some, some room to work that elbow grease, but it is, it does take a lot of planning, a lot of content creation, really cool ideas, some, decent video editing and photography. And like Jasmine said, it doesn't have to be like architectural digest, cinematography, right? On there, you can be raw and revealing and authentic, but still there's there's a little bit of a learning curve there. But I, I think, Jasmine, I, I have to say, I think you're the first interior designer, interior design account, home-based account that we've had on that has had that much success right now with TikTok. When TikTok first came out, my advice was to go plant your flag, get an account. I do see it growing. I do see it being important to get leads and to get business for your, your firms, for your design firm. Maybe it wasn't two years ago, but now I'm seeing this trickle in and and you're the, you're the beginning of a really successful story there on TikTok. And I know there's more. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel designed by Wingnut Social, head on over there because there's lots of visual aids and graphs and interpretive dance (laughs) that happens over there that you don't want to miss that only YouTube can provide. And remember to head on over to wingnutsocial.com. Check out Instagram for interior designers. And if you want 25% off of that bad boy, use code Halloweenie, H-A-L-L-O-W-E-E-N-I-E and get that 25%. It's a no-brainer, guys. You sign one client, you've paid for that course 10 times over, probably. Uh, You know, the average interior design fees. I'm just kind of throwing that out there. Really is a no-brainer. Take some elbow grease. It's going to take some work, but it's well, well worth it. All right, guys. Until next time, remember to get out there, get uncomfortable, and be great. You've reached the end of this episode of Designed by Wingnut Social. But that's only the first step into accelerating your business the Wingnut way. Head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 786-206-4331 to see how we can help take your business from meh to amazing. We'll see you on the next episode of Designed by Wingnut Social, your digital marketing tightly fastened. But I do know from experience. Sorry, hold on. (laughs) I'm sorry, Nicole's. My producer's probably like, when the hell is she going to get over this? (laughs) Some designers don't want to share their sources with followers, but when they do share some things, they you might as. (laughs) One more time today on Designed by Wingnut Social, interior design superstar Jasmine Crockett joins us to tell us how she. That was an almost. Today on Designed by Wingnut Social, superstar... (laughs) Hey kids, and welcome to Designed by Wingnut Social. I'm your host, interior decorator, and grand high poobah of all things at Wingnut Social, Darla Powell. And I like to fart in my off time and play poker, and sometimes at the same time.
2: Good boy, Mango.